Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Law Master Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalms 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. We're talking about the judgment. We're still at the uh, prelude. Prelude to Judgment. This is part three of the prelude. And just some things uh, about the judgment here, statements about the judgment of God, or the judgment that is. Romans 2 verse 2 says, The judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. I have been talking about iniquities of the Gentiles and pointing them out uh, using the AVB. Uh, The Gentiles have asked, what is my iniquity or what is our iniquity, what is our sin, what is our crime, What, what crime have we committed? And I've talked quite a bit about that. We must remember as we enter into the judgment, uh, there are two parts to the judgment. One part deals with things that happened a long time ago, and the other part deals with things that are going on at this present time. Past judgment, current judgment. Okay, so, but the judgment of God is according to truth, okay? And then we have a statement in Ecclesiastes 4.14, which says, God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So, God shall bring every work into judgment. What are the works? We can speak about the works, the things the Gentiles have done and are doing, their works, and we can speak about the things the Lord Tommy L. Hart is doing and his works. Uh, This is one of my works. The judgment, dealing with the judgment that is in the AVB, Authorized Virgin Bible, commonly called King James Virgin. So God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing. 
some will say there are no, and I have heard this, that there are no secrets in the Bible. There are secrets in the Bible. Secret meaning something not known. Something hid. And also secret in the sense uh, things that have been withholden from certain people. Secrets. Okay. And the Bible uses the term secret, as you see here in this statement, with every secret thing. There are secrets in the AGB. Now, I, I call it the crucial matter of the AVB. The crucial matter of the AVB. And some of you have heard me use that term before. But, okay, two things so far. The judgment of God is according to truth. We shall see what that judgment is, and it is against them which commit such things. And God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Very important statement. Some may say everything are the things, are the things that I teach. Some of those things are not good. Call to it's not my duty to pick and choose. It is my duty and my intent to teach the truth of Bible content, whatever that truth is, so that we all may know and understand the things that are in the AVB. Understanding is of the essence. Understanding the things in the AVB, whether they are good or whether they are evil. And the Bible encourages us to get understanding. It encourages us to uh, get knowledge and wisdom. So we should do that. Get the truth. It encourages us to do that. So we should do that get the truth because there are many lies out there many many mouths that are lying the Bible says many mouths that need to be stopped stopped from what stopped from lying to people okay and Psalm 91, verse 8 says, Behold, and see the reward of the wicked. Dealing with the judgment. Behold, and see the reward of the wicked. And that's what we are headed to. We are headed to seeing, reviewing, and understanding the reward of the wicked. So as we enter into the judgment, 
I will be speaking on the wicked. Well, I won't be speaking on the wicked alone. I'll be speaking on the innocent. The wicked, the those who commit iniquity, those who do or have done wicked things to people, against people, but not only against just people, but against the Bible's God also. So, we'll be speaking about the wicked, the good, the innocent, uh, going into this judgment and entering into this judgment. See the reward of the wicked. Now, what this statement is, is alluding to is where shall you see the reward of the wicked? Where shall the reward of the wicked be found? Of course, it is in the Bible. In the Bible, that reward may be ambiguous. You can go to Lawmaster Archives, especially after I have finished uh, this work of the judgment. You can go to Lawmaster Archives and hear the reward of the wicked. You can go there and not only hear the reward of the wicked, but understand the reward of the wicked, which raises another question. Is there a reward to the innocent? We shall see that as we move along. The reward of the wicked, and we'll see if there is in the judgment a reward uh, of the innocent. Also, in this judgment, Romans 11, verse 13 comes into play. I will be speaking to, well, let me read the statement. Romans 11, 13 says, I speak to you Gentiles. You know already that the Gentiles call themselves white people at this present time. The Gentiles hide under the alias of white people. We also know that many criminals use aliases. Okay? The wicked. We'll see. Well, we already see and know that uh, they also use an alias. I speak to you Gentiles. And as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. Now, this statement tells me that these things are coming from the papacy. These things have a place of origin, and that place of origin is with the papacy in Rome, Italy, Vatican City. I speak to you Gentiles. The Gentiles will be spoken to in 
the Dutchmen. Also, the Israelites will be spoken to in the Dutchmen. Not only the Gentiles and the Israelites will be spoken to in the Dutchmen, but also the one the AVB calls God. He also will be spoken to in the judgment, and he also will speak. He'll have his time to speak in the judgment. The Lord God is told, quote, it is said about the Lord God in the AVB, he shall speak for himself. He shall speak for himself. Those of you who have been following me know that the AVB calls the man, Tommy L. Hart, Lord God. The man, Tommy L. Hart, performer of all things, is the Bible's Lord God. He is the AVB's Lord God. Keep this point in mind. The Lord God uses the AVB, Authorized Version Bible, commonly called King James Version, to facilitate your following the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, you need, you should have an AVB, commonly called King James Version. You should have an AVB. Is the authoritative word concerning God and concerning the judgment. Really concerning all the things that I have been pointing out to you from the Bible. The AVB, make sure you have uh, an authorized version Bible, a King James Version, if you will. So, we move on. And let me read this statement. What have I done? First Samuel 28, 21. And what am I doing? Listen to this. I have hearkened to thy words which thou spake to me, or which you spoke to me. I have hearkened to the words which you have spoken to me. That's what I do. I hearken to the words spoken to me in the AVB. The AVB speaks to me, but it does not speak to me alone. These things are good to understand. They are good to understand by themselves. They are good to understand as we enter into the judgment. The Bible speaks to the Lord, Tommy L. Hart, calls God, and the Bible speaks to you, whether you be Gentile or whether you be 
uh, Hebrew or Israelite, the Bible speaks to you. When the Bible says worship God, who do you think it's talking to? It's talking to you, the people, and race. Some things are said to all the people. Some things are said to one segment of the people, say the Gentiles. Some things are said to the Israelites. Some things are said to the papacy. Some things are said to uh, the, the one it calls God, the performer of all things, Tommy L. Hart. So understand that. Understand and know that. That the AZB speaks to all of us. It speaks to all of us. It is incumbent upon all of us to understand what is being spoken, who is it spoken to. And even, if we can, who is doing the speaking. Okay? This is, these are just fundamentals, okay? These are fundamentals that I'm sharing with you and some I'm reminding you of as we enter into the judgment. Bible fundamentals, fundamentals uh, AVB, things we should know. Basic things we should observe. When the AVB says, glorify the Lord, when the AVB says, uh, give glory to the Lord, who is it talking to? Who is the Lord? Well, we should know that by now, those who have been following. Glorify the Lord God. Give glory. Give praise to God. Basic things. We should know who God is. We should know who the Bible's Lord God is. Okay? We should know the wicked. We should know the innocent. We should know the victims. That's a better word. That's what I'm trying to get to. Because the Bible speaks of, in this judgment, it speaks of the wicked, and then it speaks about victims. Victims of the wicked. Huh? Victims of the wicked. So then, the AVB speaks about the wicked and their victims. So, in the judgment, there will be, we will see the defendant, and we we will see the uh, complainant. Okay? So, just very basic things about the judgment we all should know, so we all can enter into the judgment uh, on the same page, understanding where things are coming from, what brought about the judgment, what is the cause of the judgment, what things 
to the judgment. With regard to the wicked, what have the wicked done? Who are the wicked? Where are they now? Are they still with us? And as for the victims, have the, have all the victims died out? Have all the victims been consumed, or destroyed? Where are the victims? Who are the victims? What is their name? Basic general knowledge that we should have going into the judgment. So I guess you see by now, in this episode, this is still the prelude of the judgment. Prelude. We're really not going into uh, the deeper matters of the judgment in this episode. We want to just get basic, a basic understanding of what's going on. Now, I've already shared with you that the wicked here speaks to the, the Gentiles. What have the Gentiles done? What have they done in the past? I've told you the Gentiles have uh, trespassed. Uh, they have committed a trespass. They entered into the land of the Lord and his people, the black people, uninvited, unasked, without permission, and without right. The Gentiles have entered into the land of the Lord and his people, permission, and without right. The Gentiles invaded the land of the Lord and his people. The Gentiles invaded the land of the Lord and his people with the intent of, well, let me just state what is written. Their intent was to, their orders, their marching, the armies of the Gentiles, their marching orders were make war against the Lord and his people, overcome them, and kill them. Very explicit uh, and clear marching orders, which the Gentiles, who combined their armed forces, uh, carried out against the Lord and his people, uh, with the Lord himself being the Gentiles' primary target. They intended to take out the Lord and take down his people. That is a wicked act. The Gentiles plotted against the Lord and his people. The Bible says it this way. The wicked plotted against the just. Okay? But that's not all. The Gentiles invaded the land of the black people without right and without permission. They So they made war against the Gentiles. And remember, remember my series on the fear of the Lord? Just a few weeks ago. Remember that series? Go back to Lawmaster Archives and catch up on that. Really understand what's going on there. I give the understanding. 
All you have to do is receive it. That's all. So, the Gentiles made war against the Lord and his people. The Gentiles defeated the Lord and his people. But they didn't stop there. They didn't stop there. They invaded with the intent to with the intent to utterly destroy uh their target and his people. Their mission was one of destruction. And that is exactly what the Gentiles did against the Lord and his people. Look at what they have done. They defeated them militarily. The Gentiles defeated the Lord and his people militarily. They didn't stop there. They led captive those who they did not kill. They led them into captivity. They didn't stop there. They scattered them abroad. They scattered them abroad in the lands of the Gentiles. United States of America being one of those lands, the UK being another land, and you know you know the others. You know if not all, you know some of the others. Nations of the Gentiles. Nations of those who call themselves white people. So they scattered them, they defeated them militarily. They took out the Lord, and as I said, they scattered those that they did not kill in the lands of the Gentiles. They dispossessed them. They disinherited them. They disinherited them. They debased them and other things, and then they deprived them of their own independence. They took away their knowledge, knowledge of the Israelites' past. All of that has been, what, erased, if you will. The Israelites have no knowledge of their past. So what am I saying? I've said it. The Gentiles' intent was to utterly destroy the Lord and his people. And that is evident in not only the defeat of the Lord and his people, but the scattering, the disuniting, the dispossessing, the disinheriting, the uh, debasing, the... uh, uh, the uh, deprivation of independence. Those are problems black people still have. Those are problems the scattered, the dispersed still have. But those are problems that the dispersed still have, and it seems they have forgotten the problems. They have forgotten their problems. They did have a problem of being enslaved, but that was abolished some years ago. 
And it seems to me that's the only thing of the past that the Gentiles, if they talk at any on the, on what they did to black people, and that black people themselves talk about. You only hear a mention, and it's just in, in mentioning, you know. Uh, they will from time to time mention, you know, slavery. As though that was the only thing black people suffered at the hands of the Gentiles. All of this is very important because it sets the stage for the judgment. It sets the stage. Okay? If those things, if none of those things had happened, there would be no judgment. There would be no cause for the judgment. Understand? Those problems that I named, dispossession, uh, disunity, disunity, debasement, deprivation of independence and all, those are big, big problems, which everyone seems to have just swept under the carpet. But those problems still remain. And... Those who, let's see, let's put it like this. The victims have never received justice for the injustices and atrocities committed against them. There is reason for the judgment. Let me say that again. The victims who are in this case right here, particular case I'm speaking about, the victims, the Israelites who were scattered abroad, led off into captivity and scattered abroad. They are still scattered abroad. They are still captives in their enemies' lands. Those Israelites, which now we speak of the descendants of the original Israelites who were led into captivity, those descendants those Israelite descendants have never received justice for the injustice, injustices and atrocities that the wicked committed against them. So we get the most basic get to the most basic question. Is there a judgment? Is there a judgment which the AVB speaks about which uh, concerns itself with the injustices, iniquities, atrocities that the Gentiles committed against the Israelites when they invaded the land of, of the Lord and his people some time ago. Is there a judgment pertaining to that? Is there a judgment in the authorized version Bible which pertains to those uh, things I just uh, said? The evils the Gentiles have done to the Israelites. Is there a judgment? 
the Bible, as you see, and I have shown, talks about a judgment, but most fundamentally, is there a judgment in the AVB regarding those acts, those terrible acts that the Gentiles, alias white people, have committed against the Israelites? Keep this in mind. My basis is the authorized version Bible. I'm not getting my information from any from any place else other than the authorized version Bible. Which the Gentiles use to teach falsehoods. Not falsehoods that are in the Bible, but they teach falsehoods and they front with the Bible. They front using the Bible. They read scriptures. But even in in their church teachings and preachings and all like that, they do not tell the truth. But we'll get to that later on. So we've gotten to the most fundamental question. Is there a judgment which pertains to the evils the Gentiles have committed against the Israelites in the past? And if so, what is that judgment? The Bible, I believe, wants you to know. If it didn't want you to know, these things wouldn't be written in there. And these things that I will present to you would not be written in the book. Books are written in order that someone reads them. And this knowledge that is in the AVB is of utmost importance. It is so important to the Gentiles that they withhold it from everybody else. I know that they withhold it from black people. But does that withholding give black people an excuse not to know it? My answer to that is a quick no. No. The Gentiles withholding of information, pertinent information, information pertinent to black people and relevant, very relevant, matter of fact, to themselves and to black people, the Gentiles withhold that knowledge. They're withholding that knowledge from black people and from the Israelites and Hebrews. Is not an excuse today for black people, for Israelites, for Hebrews not to know it. Why? Because black people have access to the books now. They can read now. In America, we we are about 150 years away from... Uh, from uh, the abolishment of slavery, 150 years just in America, 150 years. That's a long time to learn how to read, isn't it? So that so so that they are without excuse. Some of these th- these things I teach, uh, 
black people could have learned just by reading the Bible. They could not have learned all the things that I teach because some are so deep, so heavy, so difficult, so abstruse, so hard to understand. But some of the things black people could have been could have found out a long time ago if they read the book, if they read the Bible. One thing in particular, one thing in particular is uh, it concerns Jesus, the character Jesus in the Bible. Anyone can read the book of Exodus, see its law, and then read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just those five books, Exodus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, anyone could, you know, of normal intelligence, average intelligence, could read those five books and see that the character Jesus in, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is a criminal, one who loves to break laws. Anyone just by reading can see that. Okay? No matter how much the Gentiles teach Jesus is righteous, Jesus is 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 the Son of God, however they may teach it, uh, Jesus is coming back again. Anyone can see by reading Exodus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that the character called Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is a criminal character. He loves to break laws. He broke certain laws that call for the death penalty. He was eventually caught by the authorities. A trial was held, uh, and uh, he was uh, found guilty of, of certain sins, which means crimes, and uh, he was sentenced to death for his own sins. Anyone of average intelligence can read Exodus uh Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and see those things. And the Bible, tell, you know, it, it tells, gives you vital information about the character as you move along through Matthew, through John. It tells you this man is a sinner. You know, things like that. It tells you. It gives you valuable, useful, helpful information. Okay. Okay. So black people do not have an excuse. Okay, even no matter how many lies the Gentiles tell and continue to lie, to tell, black people do not have an excuse for not knowing the truth concerning the character of Jesus. Now back to the judgment before we end up here. I am getting ready for the judgment, for the main course of the judgment, if you will. I'm getting ready for that. You have enough information on the evils that the uh, criminals, the uh, wicked, they call themselves wicked. Understand this. I use terminology that the Bible uses. The Bible says the Gentiles are liars, okay? The Bible says uh, the Gentiles are wicked. The papal statement in Exodus says this, I and my people are wicked. Easy to understand words. Not my interpretation is what the book says. Okay? And 
for the most part, that's what I do. I point out things that are said in the AVB. That's what I do. I say, hey, look here. Look what the Bible says here. Look what these people did right here. Look at who they did it to, and so forth and so forth. That's what I do. So, are you ready for the judgment? Join me next time. We'll talk more.